And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. And I'm by myself again. Now, unfortunately, uh, shoulders couldn't be here. Some family things came up. Uh, my godson, his sons, or his son had a, a baseball banquet. So probably getting some of those awards for him. Uh, maybe he's getting a, a coach's award because he, he coaches the the coach pitch, whatever they, whatever league it would be for, for uh, my godson. So, you're here with me. Um, I'm really excited about today. We got bare knuckle boxing later tonight. You know, I talked a little bit about that on Thursday. Hope you guys listen to it. Um, I'll be live tweeting it as well. So, hopefully you guys will be on there and we could uh, interact a little bit. And uh, But, today... The Friday or the Saturday show, whichever time, you know, day we, we come out with it, it's always about the the major sports. You know, uh, hockey and baseball, NFL, that, ty- that type of stuff. Um, some of the things that we got on the, got to talk about today is the pass interference rule finally is finalized for the NFL. Um some big hockey trades we had the the nhl draft last night and even there was a a huge uh nhl trade today involving my flyers rivalry the new jersey devils our our good friend king is pumped about the trade but we'll get to that uh before all that uh head over to twitter follow the show at st sports podcast follow my uh, personal one at Jimbo ST Sports. Uh, head over to YouTube. Uh, subscribe there. You know, if, if you guys can't find us on iTunes for some reason or Google Play, uh, Spotify, tune in. Um, and, or if you just want to throw it up on the TV, you got uh, uh, you know some people over. And you want to listen to it? You throw it up there. Uh, and we do have some uh, shirts in the in the making. Uh, we're almost done with some of our logos, so we're gonna have some shirts for the show over on Teespring. Um, I'll be posting, on, you know, all that stuff on uh, Twitter and head over to Facebook as well. Uh, you could like and share our page there. We'll, we'll put the links there as well. But to uh, to kick off the show, um, I want to kind of do a new, like, little mini segment here, and uh, what it's gonna be called is. Uh, you know, that stupid yeah. award. You know, uh, I think that was Jim Calhoun uh, during a, a press conference one time, and I, I I found the clip, and I was like, "That's actually pretty funny." I could use that sometime. So for this week, I actually found three different stories that these are just dumbasses. That really, you got to ask. You're really not that stupid, are you? Uh, the first story that happened this past week was uh, the Washington Nationals pitcher Mark Scherzer. Uh, suffered a broken nose during batting practice. Now, you say, how do you break his nose during batting practice? He was practicing bunting. 
And if you guys see the video, I'll, I'll find the video again. I'll put it up on Facebook and, and, and Twitter. But he's nonchalantly just bunting the ball, not really actually going through the motions of how to bunt the ball. And um, just came off the bat the wrong way and right up to his nose, broke his nose. He was, he was able to pitch uh, Wednesday. I think that's when he was scheduled to pitch. Or, I'm sorry, Tuesday, because this happened on Tuesday. Uh, but he had a nice black eye underneath, or, you know, black and blue mark underneath his eye there. <coughs> Sorry, I've been sick all week. Um, the other story came out of uh, Colorado, and this one just is disgusting. Uh, it was a, a little league game. About 20 or so parents got into a huge brawl over an umpire calling balls and strikes. Now we always see parents, you know, yell and complain about the ball strikes or safing out. But the problem was with this situation was the umpire was 13 years old. Maybe getting paid 15, 20 bucks to ump the game. And these morons want to take it so seriously like first off you guys aren't playing the game these are you know 12 11 12 years old playing the game and they're playing it because they love playing it they're not they know there's no contract there yet there's no scholarship there yet and you guys are gonna act like morons and, and do all this and you know the, the, the video is out there I know the police um, are still looking for some of the parents to obviously arrest and, and fine or give citations, whatever they got to do. And if you do see the video, if you do know someone in there, please contact the authorities and, and help them out. Get the get these morons arrested so they could, they could learn a lesson or two. And then, unfortunately, the third story here is uh, involves... The former Boston Red Sox slugger David Ortiz. Now, the story happened when I was on vacation and he was shot in the back <clears throat> while being down in the uh, Dominican Republic. Um, it sounded pretty bad. Uh, shot him in, in the back, right through the stomach. You know, it was right through and through. But had to have a couple surgeries, I believe. Um, he was in stable condition for a few days and as of yesterday they upgraded his condition from guarded to good so I mean it's it is obviously very good that he's recovering uh, and he's up here in Boston too um, and kudos to the Red Sox organization because they flew him up here um, with their private plane private jet whatever you want to call it problem was it was a mistaken identity. Uh, Ortiz is known to obviously go down to the Dominican Republic to visit a lot. He has family and friends down there. And he does walk around a lot without any bodyguards or security. He has even been quoted to say that he, f he thinks that his fans love him so much that they will protect him from any harm or this and that. And you know what? kind of did happen i mean you know he did get shot 
but the the guys that shot Ortiz were found two blocks away getting the crap beat out of them by Ortiz fans. Um, the thing with this whole uh, situation, there was a total of like 11 people that were involved. They got most of them. They still, I believe, have yet to catch the one that put the call in, basically put the hit out. And all over $7,200. That's what these guys were going to get paid. $7,200. Take a step back. The real target was a man that was sitting at the table with Ortiz at that time. Uh, at this nightclub that Ortiz has been known to frequent a lot. And the story that was coming out from the DA is that the attempted murder was or the attempted murder was ordered from the United States by Victor Hugo Gomez, an associate of Mexico's Gulf Cartel. Obviously, that's one of the biggest um, cartels down there. And the reason he put a hit out on a person, which turned out to be he wanted his cousin to be taken care of, quote unquote, because he felt that his cousin turned on him back in 2011 and basically wanted to shut him up. Uh, the story I read, one of the one of the 11 people took a picture of where Ortiz and the cousin was sitting. The picture was very foggy and not really focused so you couldn't really see that good of a a picture of who they had to go after and unfortunately Ortiz was the unfortunate one um, but like I say he's up in Boston sounds like he's doing a lot better still has a little bit of way to go out of all these three like I said it has to be the parents at that little league game you know, they're not even, like I said, they're not even playing the game. My boys, when, when they play their games, I'll give them little tips between innings and everything, and then I'll go back in my seat, sit down, and cheer them. I'm not yelling at them or scolding them because they swung the bat a little too high or a little too low. They're kids. Let them play. So with that being said, parents from... The Colorado Little League, you are this week's award winner. Moving on, we're going to a little NFL talk here. Like I said, they got, uh, came out this past week that they finally finalized the pass interference rule. Um, the NFL's competi uh, competition committee finalized its new rule Thursday for reviewing pass interference opting against several suggested tweaks and upholding the wording owners originally approved back in March. Um, what the rule is now um, for this coming season, coaches will be able to challenge pass interference calls or no calls up until the two-minute warning for both halves. In those final two minutes of each half or in overtime, on-site replay officials will be responsible for stopping the game to review pass interferences. 
as of right now, this rule change is only for 2019, which then after the season, the owners will decide if they want to keep it or to um, get rid of it uh, for next season, which they did that with, uh, I think it was the onside kick rules, um, the extra point rules. You know, they tried it out for one year and then next year, the, the following year, they finally kept it in there. I'm okay with this. Um, I know the coaches wanted it, the wording changed a little bit because they were afraid it may affect game planning when it comes to timeouts because the same rule pl- rules apply. If you have no timeouts, you can't challenge this pass interference or uh, no call unless it's in the last two minutes of a half or overtime. But you know, back in March when they came out that they were gonna finally adjust the rule, I said, how many games have you as a Giants fan or a, a Patriots fan, a Steelers fan, whatever team you root for, have left that game, win or lose or tie, and say, well, you know, they should, that, that should have been pass interference. They should have challenged. They, they should be able to challenge that. Well, here we go. Now you're able to. I don't think it's going to affect the speed of the game. I don't think it's going to slow it down um, as much. You may, if if you do have any of these challenges, which I don't think it's going to be as many as people are afraid is going to happen, just because like the coaches are worried about the timeouts, and you only have a number of challenges. You can't challenge every pass interference. And to address the, the concerns over the stoppages, the committee has instructed replay officials to use a strict criteria for stopping the game to review pass interference. Uh, they said in a video release on Twitter, the NFL said there must be clear and obvious evidence that pass interference foul may or may not have occurred in order to stop the game for review. So again, it's still going to be on the refs. This might be more of a let's just please the coaches or please the teams to have this rule in there. So going to be curious to see. Will this help any of the outcomes of the game? Or is it going to slow the game down even more now? You know, we're just going to have to wait and see. I think we're down to roughly 70 days till the NFL season, which I'm pretty pumped about because I'm more pumped about college football coming in. Uh, They start like a a week or two earlier. Kind of get that little... A little taste in your mouth to get started, and then you got you know the NFL season right around the corner. Um, but I'm excited. I, I I'm excited for my Eagles with Deshaun Jackson. Uh, hopefully Philly resigns, well, extends Malcolm Jenkins. If you guys head over to BellyUp.com, uh, I have an article over there about. Should the Eagles trade Malcolm Jenkins for Giovanni Clowney, or should they pay him? So head over there, you know, give it a read. Send me some of your comments, opinions. 
I know some of the, the Eagles groups, I got pretty harsh remarks. <laughs> but uh, but and I was actually surprised, uh, speaking of the Eagles fans, because half of them were, you know, flat out, pay the guy, he's our heart and soul of our, our defense. And the other half said, you know, if he's going to be this way, trade him. He's older now, trade him. So, curious to see what the rest of you guys uh, have to say about it. <clears throat> so, head over there. Also, uh, over at Belly Up, we, we uh, restarted our forum there, too. So, if you want to head over there, there's um, different sites, you know, MMA, uh, college football, even video. There's a video game uh, tab there that if you want to start a thread or reply to anything. So, head over there and check that out as well. And then, you know, two weeks ago, kind of moving on here, two weeks ago, St. Louis Blues won their first Stanley Cup. I got to watch that game, and I I was so happy because it's not that I don't like the Bruins. It's just I don't like Bad Marchand. And to see him look so disgusted when when the game finally was over, it made me happy. Just like when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, it made me so happy to see King upset that he's got to hear me say that we won a Super Bowl ring now. Love you, King. (laughs) But since then, though, and like I said, congratulations to the Blues. That goalie, Jesus, dude, you you were lights out. Some of the saves you were making. And even in in that Game 7, the one that um, I think it was like second period, Early on in the second period, uh, the Bruins shot, and it hit him right underneath the armpit. And he just squeezed it underneath his armpit and didn't go in. I'm like, you know what? That right there is not a good save. That's just pure luck, and the hockey gods are looking at you guys the right way. The moons are aligning the right way, and sure enough, you guys pulled it out. So, once again, congratulations. But since then, there's been some some movement with players and players staying uh talking about my flyers here our gm fletcher he traded for the rights to negotiate with kevin hayes which i thought was a ballsy move he did that uh you know say about two three weeks ago july 1st is the start of the free agency period so he only had a month and a half to hammer out a deal to, to keep him. Otherwise, if he would have hit free agency, we would have been out that draft pick. Luckily, it came through. A lot of fans believe we overpaid this guy. Uh, seven years, $50 million. I looked at his stats. You know, he's a 20-goal he's a scorer. I think last year he had 19. Uh, 50 so points, I believe. You know, so he's not no scrub. You know, I mean, he's not a, a first liner. I think we see him as a our, our number two center. Um, which again, I like this move for the simple fact that it keeps Patrick on the third line as a center and help develop him a little bit more. I mean, he's he's starting to seem like he's not. Um, Developing as fast as we want, but he is showing signs of development. So it gives him another year or or seven 
whatever it would be to develop a little bit more you know and so i like that move the one move that i was a little upset because i i, I liked this guy for the flyers was we traded rad gokudis to washington for niskanen um i like gudis it's just you know he, he had that old school style play still yeah you want to say he's dirty yeah i bash brad marchand for how dirty he is but First off, Gudis don't go around punching people in the back of the head and skate away. That's just a bitch move. And he's not afraid to get into fights. Yeah, Gudis. So, pick up Niskanen. Uh, we also picked up uh, Braun, I think his, his name was. So, we're, we're getting a little bit more veteran um, defensive players, which I think will help Gossip Bear rebound from these past two years. Um, I hope we keep him still on the team because I still think he has talent to be a top defenseman. Then you got Provov back there. Uh, You can take a little bit of uh, pressure off him with these moves. The one guy that was rumored to possibly come to Philly was Shoulders... Uh, one of Shoulder's favorite players, Carl Haglin. He is staying with the Capitals for four more years, signed a four-year contract extension. Uh, Eric Carlson signed an eight-year extension with San Jose. I had a feeling he was going to stay. I I didn't think he would ever hit free agency. I know he kind of hinted at it, but I know that was one guy that the Flyers were supposedly behind closed doors looking to uh, make a big uh, push for. And then this trade that I'm about to talk about, I was surprised. Uh, The Pittsburgh Penguins sent Ali Mata to the Blackhawks for Cahoon and a 2019 fifth-round pick. Again, looking at some of the Penguins fans, they they don't like this move. Um, I I thought Mata was a, a decent player. And to only get a fifth-round pick with uh, Calhoun, you know, uh, I'm curious to see what the Penguins are thinking. You know, maybe they know something coming up with the free agency or they're going to bring some of these uh, younger guys from Wilkes-Barre Penguins up to the, the big squad. You know, so we'll have to see. The big major trade that did happen today that I touched on earlier uh, about King, our, our good friend King, being happy. P.K. Subban was traded to the New Jersey Devils for two players and two draft picks. I think it was a sec, two seconds. Uh, I think it was a second and a third. That's what it was uh, for next year's draft. So it's basically the Devils just raped the Predators. They got a steal here. So, the Devils, and then, you know, Devils with the NHL draft last night, they, they drafted uh, Jake Hughes. Or, I'm sorry, Jack Hughes. They're looking tough this year. As long as, and like I said to King, it's the old saying, as long as they can stay healthy. That's the thing. Uh, I know Subban was out for uh, some games last year. Um... Taylor Hall was out for a few games, you know, so if they stay healthy, 
they could definitely make the playoffs and even compete for the cup. You know, so we we'll have to wait and see how that goes. I mean, we're obviously what two, three months away from training camp or preseason to to really start up. So, and at the NHL awards, they announced EA Sports has announced that Austin Matthews will be on the cover of NHL 20. Now, me and Shoulders, we play a lot of NHL. EA Sports, you know, uh, games. We we had a couple teams together, and yeah, you know, I, I like it. You know, I like that they're bringing back the the Chell and uh, kind of um, unlocking different shirts, jackets, all that stuff. I know some people were critical about that, feeling like they might be trying to go with the the 2K, the NBA 2K type style, but. I'm okay with it, you know. I'm, you know, you could do that on your own, and when you're playing with the team, you still have your regular hockey, you know, uniform. So, but I think that's going to be it for this week because it's getting close to fight time. Uh, BKFC six. I know Beltor is on earlier. Uh, UFC's on tonight, so. Before I go, like I said, head over to Twitter. Follow us on there at ST Sports Podcast. Follow my personal one at Jimbo ST Sports. Head over to Belly Up uh, Sports.com. Take a look at some of the articles. Look up my articles. Get my articles to read. Let me know what you think about them. Head over to their forum. You can find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn. All those wonderful platforms. So until next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.